Hi, you're listening to The Humans We Are with Carola, episode number 23. Hello, humans. I hope you're doing amazing today. If you're new to the show, I want to welcome you and tell you that you are in the right place. If you want to start relating to yourself in a more loving and kind and productive way. And if you are not new, welcome back. Welcome to another episode of The Humans We Are. Today I have a story from a client and I'm going to be a little vague with the story to protect everyone's privacy, but this is such a universal story that I am sure that at least like nine out of ten of you listening will think it's you that I'm talking about. So this particular client was facing a dilemma at work. She had been feeling uncomfortable for a while in her position, in her role. She had brought up some issues to her boss that revolved around the workload and the priority of some projects and also the staff, like she brought it up that she was understaffed, but her boss wasn't being receptive at all. This boss wasn't uh, being very present either, was delegating a lot of things to my client, taking every other Friday off, being overall very hands-off, and don't take me wrong, I love that this boss was doing that. I mean, I think everyone should do that if if you can. On the one hand, that um, behavior on the boss's part was great because it, it spoke to the trust in my client's skills and her capacity to successfully work with a great deal of autonomy and stress and pressure. But on the other hand, she was being very um, unsupportive when my client needed it, or even not listening to what my client had to say. A few people in the team, as I was saying before, they had left before my client had had the opportunity to grow the team, to bring on more people to the team. So she was now short, even more people than at the beginning because of the new positions that she wasn't able to fill yet. And now all these other people, it was actually two more people had left the team and she had not found or even had the chance to look for the replacements for those people. And the boss was delaying the approvals to post the job opportunities and my client had been bearing the load of the like multiple people's jobs. So no wonder she was feeling at the end of her rope. My client had been trying to make some changes to her schedule and workload since before all this had happened. She had been trying to put some healthy boundaries in place to create a better balance and work-life experience overall for herself. 
but she wasn't really getting the internal support she needed. I mean, from her boss and the company. And what she said is, I just want to quit and get out of here. But I can't do that. And you know what? I have heard different versions of that so many times. And I even felt a little bad because I usually tell my clients to not leave their jobs until they can get to a point where they could be happy either way. Like, I want you to get yourself to the position where you are happy to stay or to go and then you decide if you want to go. To not make that decision from this despair or from like a reactive mode where you think that that is the only solution like leaving is the only solution to the problem of all the stress and the discomfort that you are feeling and I felt kind of bad because I I felt like she was taking that really to heart and it wasn't only that she also is one of those very responsible people and I think I'm talking to like most of you again like here if you're listening you're probably very responsible and very committed and you don't take these things lightly like you you wouldn't just unless it was like really like your health got in the way that you could not do your job you wouldn't just leave your employer just high and dry so this was the situation for my client too she really wanted to quit but she felt like she couldn't do that and she didn't want to damage her reputation either she wanted to be that responsible person that she knew herself to be now this wasn't the first time that my client had felt this way and in part the reason she wasn't sure to just leave and find a new job was exactly that this had happened in the past and she had left and fast forward to now here she was again in a very similar place just in a different company so i want you to take a moment and think and reflect about whether this has happened to you in one way or another have you had a similar experience it doesn't need to be the exact same but have you found in a place where you changed companies or you changed jobs within the same company or you have you have made some sort of big change in the past to solve for a, an uncomfortable situation for yourself and a couple months or years later you find yourself in a very similar situation and it's very likely that that this is true for you too it's been true for me i know that for sure and if this has happened to you in the past have you ever delayed making a decision or making a change again for fear of going back to an unwanted situation that you had to work really hard or go through immense amounts of pain to leave behind if so it's natural that you wouldn't want to even risk finding yourself back there again of course it makes sense 
And if there is an association in your mind between you making that change again and going, quote unquote, back to a similar situation, there's going to be a part of you that is going to resist making that decision at all costs, right? Because, of course, you don't want to experience a similar situation again. So you're going to overthink what you need to do. You're going to overthink whether or not you really need to make a change. Out of fear of experiencing that unpleasant situation again, you may be keeping yourself stuck in an undesired and unpleasant situation too. So hear me out. The whole concept that you could return to the same undesired situation again is a myth. I will call that the myth of backsliding. Just because you're finding yourself or you may find yourself in a similar predicament, it doesn't mean that you backslid. You slid forward to a similar situation, but not to the same situation. You need to make a conscious effort to find the differences. How are you different? How is the situation different? What are all the differences? Your brain is going to want to focus only on the similarities and it may take some conscious effort to find the differences, but you have to. In fact, you need to ask yourself, how is this Even if the situation that you find yourself now is going to be similar, how is this progress? How are you closer to the way that you want to be than the previous time that you were in a similar situation? How is it helpful for you to have a similar situation again? And this could go also for some relationships, right? That we think we're we're going back to the same situation, which it's never the same. It is vital that you ask and answer these questions because they will help you avoid getting stuck and letting fear hold you back. They will allow you to move and keep practicing the skills you need to become who you want to be. Human life is naturally cyclical and at a very surface level, it might seem that it repeats itself. Let's take the seasons of the year, for example. We cycle through summer, fall, winter and spring and back to summer and so on. But you never go, quote unquote, back to winter. You are in winter again, but no two winters are the same. And you are never the same person that you were before. Everything is different. Even if some things are similar, it's not a circle. It's a spiral. And if you try to hold on to one stage out of fear of going quote-unquote back, you are actually holding yourself back from growing and progressing. The very nature of life ensures that no two moments are the same. We are in a perpetual cycle 
of evolution and even circumstances that appear similar are not exactly the same. We change, our per perspective changes and evolves. We know more and we know different things. So it can't ever be the same experience. This human experience is not a flat circle. With each revolution, we ascend higher, gaining new insights, new lessons, more wisdom. This is a spiral of personal growth. And the sole notion of returning to the same undesired situation is only an illusion. So let's debunk this myth of backsliding. Embracing the spiral of personal growth means recognizing that the past is behind you and you are constantly moving forward. We can learn from our experiences and choose to leverage the new wisdom and approach similar situations with a fresh perspective and more resilience. And it's embracing the spiral that we open ourselves up to endless possibilities and ongoing growth. Okay, as we navigate this personal growth spiral, it's crucial to have some strategies in place that support your journey. And here I want to share with you four, four of them to help you embrace the spiral. Number one, cultivate self-awareness and self-kindness. What I mean by this is seek to intentionally describe yourself and your past experiences in a positive and empowering light. In other words, look for the evidence that you did the best that you could have done and that now you are changed because of having that experience and that you aren't the same as before. Number two, engage curiosity. This means to look for the differences in the situations themselves, to see how even if they are very similar, they are not the same and use curiosity to find all the ways in which they are different. Kind of like those games that we played when we were little, where you would find all the differences. And sometimes it wasn't easy because both images looked very similar. But if you really paid close, close attention, you were able to find those differences. Number three, embrace resilience. And this means to see how even if you find yourself in a similar situation as before and it feels like backsliding, it's actually progress and that you are better off for having this new similar experience again. And choose to view these setbacks as stepping stones and allow them to propel you further along your spiral. And number four, seek support. Surround yourself with a supportive community that encourages your personal growth and avoid those people who maybe you already know aren't very supportive. If you know someone is likely to tell you that you are backsliding or maybe comment anything like, 
Oh, there you are again. When will you learn? Or things like that. Avoid talking with them about this issue. Maybe you need to set a boundary and not share with them anything that might be used in an unsupportive way, whether it's maliciously or innocently on their part. You decide, you don't owe anyone to share with them any information. So be wise about who you share what with. Okay, my loves, as we wrap this episode, remember that the myth of backsliding or returning to the same undesired situation is just that, a myth. Embrace that spiral of personal growth and understand that each experience shapes you into a more evolved version of yourself. Embrace change, embrace the unknown, and embrace the fact that you are never the same. And that is great news. If you don't hate the show, would you leave a rating and review, an honest review? That's all I ask you. I truly appreciate those of you who have done it so far. And if you if you do hate the show, don't worry about it. You don't need to do anything. But if you don't, I would really appreciate it if you went on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever you listen to this show and you would leave a rating and an honest review. If you have been considering one-on-one coaching, you can find information about it and also the link to set up a consult call on my website. It's www.carolafuertes.com. You can also find me on Instagram. I am at Fuertes Carola there and it's me there. So if you shoot me a DM or comment any on any of my posts or stories, it's me and I will say hi back to you. Okay, I invite you to join me next week for another episode. And in the meantime, be nicer and kinder to your human and others as humans too. We all need it. That's all for now, my lovely humans. Bye-bye.